Alabama, Alabama white thing. Lavetta, was there anything you want to add to this? To what? The podcast. No. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Randy. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Randy and Ordina, touch it. My mom wanted to send us a uh, cease and desist letter. From whom? <laughs> From her. <laughs> I do. I do. Just, I do. Just. Stupidity. Hello. Hello. It's been I, a week. <laughs> it's <I'm> just <laughs> taking my tagline. What? Okay, we'll see. Uh, it's been a week. It's, it's been, been a week. A week. <laughs> One week. Seven days. At this point, it's been three weeks. It has. Yeah. Or just seven days. Mm hmm. Whatever. It's okay. How's your week been? It's been good. It's been good. I did some things. You didn't take any time off, though, did you? What, this week? Yeah. No. No? When's your next time off? Uh, I took, well, I did use some vacation when I got sick. Yeah. Um, I think when my brother's coming in town, so. Well, Thanksgiving, this week's Thanksgiving. Is it this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you get Thursday and Friday off or just. I just get Thursday off. Really? Yeah. You don't. Really? Mm-hmm. That sucks, dude. I get well. I get um, Thanksgiving off. Yeah, that's it. I get Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's Day as like an actual day off. Okay. Like we'll probably close early the day before, but I get Thursday and Friday off for Thanksgiving, and then I get Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then I get New Year's Day. But I believe New Year's Day this year is on a weekend. So I, we get e- either that Friday or that Monday off. I can't, I, I don't know yet. They haven't sent out that email, but yeah, that sucks. Yeah, a little bit. It'll are, change. Are you uh, going to take off though? I can't. Oh, <clears throat> oh. It's blacked out. Oh, it's one of your blackout weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's Matt, one of Matt's blackout weeks too. But I mean, that'll, it, like if my proposal goes through, that'll change. I'll be able to take off. Your proposal? What are you yeah. talking about? I'm proposing a thing at well, the company I work for. What thing? It's a new position. Oh, you're still in that proposal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's taken a long time. It, well, yeah. but that's okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That it's means it's going to be sweeter. It better be. When it when it goes through. Yeah, because that fucking PowerPoint I'm so took proud me hours. I'm so proud of you. Days. Well, you haven't sent me. I mean, I could help. I could help. No, I'm done with the PowerPoint. I've actually split it up into the presentation view and then like I'm going to have a printable view. So the people that I'm presenting to have yeah, everything. So, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> no, you stop. You need to tell me when, <laughs> when are you supposed to do it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, basically, I'm supposed to introduce the idea in a conference call within the next couple of weeks. Okay. And then once that idea has been introduce then we're going to start gathering the people together to do the actual presentation okay so well that's okay yeah uh man i'm so i for real i am so proud of you like this is gonna be this is awesome i i hope it's gonna be awesome because it's gonna it's gonna change a lot of things so what kind of things it's gonna it's gonna streamline processes to save time are they gonna be scared they shouldn't be (laughs) i'm sorry I want. I wanted to use this. They shouldn't be because it's going to save time. It's going to save money. It's going to make things better. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever, dude. This is going to be awesome, and I am. I am so proud. I know Z's proud. I know Mom's proud. Everybody's proud of you. Uh, Lavetta's proud. Everybody's proud. Matt's proud. It's gonna be great. <laughs> It'll be a good pr- Christmas present if it goes through. Oh, that'd be awesome if it went that through. That would be that. awesome. Yeah. Oh, hey, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? I mean, Thanksgiving for New Year's Eve. 
Do we have plans? I planned on getting drunk. Uh, well, I know. Z, do we have plans for New Year? Do you have the kids New Year's? I always have the kids. <laughs> but um, Wait, let me, let me look at my calendar. We need to do something for sure. There is a thing in Montgomery, and y- you get on a boat, and it's a dinner. The Harriet. The, it's a New Year's thing. Yeah, the Harriet's the Maybe, should we try to do that? What is he doing down there? Who? Your husband. Can we hear him? I hope the only person that's in his house. Me too. <laughs> I have no idea what he's doing. He's banging on shit, trying to get his frustration out, I guess. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. Because according to him, Richard's in town. That's not true. Yeah. That's not What did true. you do this week? That's not true at all. According to last night, it's not true. What? What did you do this week? Did you, do, did you have anything? You got anything interesting going on in your life right now? I feel like we've talked about me a lot. What do you mean? And my, my urinary problems. Well, you never and... asked me about my life. Well, tell me about your life. What's what, going on? What, what do you What's want going to on? How's, how's the oldest? Is he, has he got a job? He's working. Down he's there? working. He's down in Mobile right now yeah. with the other parental units, and he's working. He's loving it. He's getting a lot of extra hours because they do not have a lot of uh, other workers. Yeah. So he's he's getting money. He's spending it as fast as he's getting it, but that's okay. At least he's a productive citizen. And how are the shitheads? The shitheads. Well, the shitheads are being shitheads, but they are their grades are fantastic. As always, I'm super proud of them. Besides that little stint during the um when they were staying at home, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. homeschooling. But they were just bored and I think, you know, a lot of I think a depression kind of set in with them. Is uh is G Weezy still running around doing TikTok dances? They're all doing TikTok dances. That's okay. just part of them. That's part of their generation, which we've talked to uh, talked about previously. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, they're doing okay. I mean, now is my really uh, busy season. So uh, yeah, I, can I will be busy um, from now until February. Um, and that's just because I follow so many, so many clients yeah. and I try to get them, I try to get them as many benefits as I can and, um, you know, to help them with their treatment and all that. So it's just a really, and I, I follow too many, honestly, I follow a lot, but you know, it's not a, it's not a big deal. I, it's rewarding, but very overwhelming most of the time. I mean, when you're following Cause I'm so used to direct client care and being in this position now and not having so much interaction, especially because of COVID it's almost kind of depressing because it's very isolating. Yeah. So, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm getting used to it. It's okay. It's just, it just sucks. <laughs> it really just sucks. I, I really, I really miss my clients. I really miss being part of them. So it's isolating, but the boys are doing good. The boys are doing really good. I really kind of wish they would get into some sports because I was always in sports um, and I wish they would, but that's just not what they want to do. They love games though. They love computer games. So I'm really trying to get into that. And I yeah, suck I, so fucking much, dude. I downloaded one that, uh, that Z's kids are playing. Yeah. And so far I'm terrible at it. What are you playing? It was, uh, let me. I You're on, on Steam here. now. Yeah, Steam. Dead by Daylight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
At least I'm terrible as a survivor. I I haven't figured out how I'm I am as a killer yet. I really wish we could. Uh, they had more games that have more than uh, four players or five players at a time because yeah. we we have been playing Devour, um, and that's been that's just been crazy. And we've been playing Phasmophobia, and now Phasmophobia may have more than four players. Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Um, we've played and, you know, I'm, I'm sure people that are really into games are into now I, I do, I'm on Roblox with them. So I do play a couple of games with them with that. But, um, let me see what other games are we playing? Um, devour. So what, what's the point of this game? Okay. <laughs> so I'm looking at screenshots right now. Okay. So devour has three different levels right now. Um, well, it's three different scenarios. Uh, one's at a house, one's at an asylum, one's in a, um, it looks like a, a hotel in, in Japan. Um, it's the one that you you play, uh, where you are a, um, a, uh, satanic cult. Okay. Um, and one of your, uh, people in your cult, um, summoned a demon so you're trying to basically get them away from the demon. You're trying to uh, uh, destroy the demon part that took over their body. So there's that um, labyrinth. We're playing labyrinth. Um, Is it anything like the movie? No. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, what else am I playing with them? I'm playing Pogo Stuck with one of the boys I'm playing human fall flat I'm playing grounded Did you say human fall flat yes human fall flat is really really funny um uh what else have I been playing with the boys pacify I've played pacify um and my most favorite my all-time favorite I am hands down 100 percent and I need you to play this with me is the forest I am addicted and it is a it's a game where you it's a um a survival game i am addicted to that game i but i really want to play um um what is it called the raft i want to play that i want to play seven days to die and i want to play um the second version of the forest it's called a uh, son of the forest but they haven't come out yet um and oh my gosh but phasmophobia is really, really, it's, it's scary as shit. Um, but you really need to play that with us. The boys would die. Now, Gabe plays, um, what's that stupid game? <sighs> the one where they do the dance. Oh, Fortnite. Fortnite. He's, yeah. he's into Fortnite. Um, but I really, really, really want you to play, um, devour with me and human fall flat. And I want you to play, I want you to play the forest with me. Okay. Because I think you would flip in. I think you would die. You would, <laughs> you would love this. Oh, and we downloaded Friday the 13th and it's basically trying to get away from Jason. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what dead and by daylight is. Cause they Jason. feature a lot of horror movie yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, but you'll like, uh, you would like, um, um, you would like these games. They're really funny. Um, the one that you wouldn't like, honestly, is really 
frustrating is pogo stuck. Pogo stuck? <laughs> don't. Just don't. It, you will. I started cussing within two minutes. I was so freaking frustrated. And again, I suck. I suck at video games. I did not play video games or watch my friends play video games. I played Halo, but I did. But I was the one that was like a, um, um, I would literally find a corner and hide. And I would, I would, um, I was a rocket launcher. I did rocket launch. Oh yeah. You were, uh, oh, what do they call them? Not creeper. I literally, because I could, I just couldn't, I could not figure because I never played video games. So I, I could never get into the battle. I, I was like a, um, I would like find an eagle's nest. Basically. I was like a, a, um, camper. You were a camper camper. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I would kill a lot of people. See, I used when, uh, one of the halo games, I can't remember which one it was. might've been three. Uh, we used to play it at the fire department, Mm -hmm. you know, during downtime. And one of the chiefs that was there, he used to play it too, but he was one of those people that knew all of the crazy things. So he would go through, stare at a wall. He would duck down a couple times and then he would jump off the ledge at a certain time and it would rocket him up to the top and he would be inside of a brick wall where you couldn't see him, but he could see everybody oh, else. I'm yeah. like, that's a bitch thing. I to didn't do. do that. I didn't know how to do that. I would just find a corner yeah, um, where nobody could get behind me or whatever. And I would just rocket launch the shit out of people because I was not good at engaging and, you know, shooting people, but I was good at perching yeah. and basically taking people out that way. That's the only type of game besides duck hunt. <laughs> I could not. And the game that I cannot remember, Boomdaga, with the little tiki head I'm head guy. And you were like a fox or something. And you were going down this path. Uh, I, what is the guy's name, dude? With the tiki head that would follow you. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. I did that a little bit, but that was at like a friend's house. Yeah. So I, but I never played video games. I I, I played Mario one. I didn't play. I, I didn't play any of that. Now, when we came out, because it was more interactive, you know, where like you would play golf and stuff. I did like Wii Sports. I, I re- there was a golf game that I really liked. You used to play Wii Sports with me. Yeah. At Mimi's house. Yeah. Yeah. We would play golf. Yeah. There was a golf game. <laughs> and what was bowling. It? Um, oh, it was cartoons. It was awesome. I loved that one. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I never played games. The boys are not into like Xbox and PlayStation anymore. They literally have transferred over to the computer. So I, but I use controller. (laughs) I'm I'm a controller player. Sorry, guys. I'm a controller. Uh, That's like the, the boys make fun of controller players. So much better. The boys play make fun of controller players, not mouse and keyboard. They make they're like controller, controller. When they say controller, they're talking about con- controller players, which I had no idea like they were doing that. But um, yeah, like they are they both boys are mouse and keyboard now. They don't they don't use controller, but Matt and I use controllers um, with the computer. You can get your controller and put it on your computer. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, that that's way. what I'm looking up right now because I would totally yeah, be much just, better at a controller. That's what we do. We use the controller because there's no way. There's no way I can keep up because I am I am so behind the times on how to do it. And really, it was just kind of bridge, you know, with the yeah. boys. Like, you know, I, I was very an out, I was an outdoors person. I'm always an outdoors person. And they, they're not. They're not outdoor. I mean, they like computer games and I liked outdoor games. Like I'd rather play kickball um, or softball or baseball or whatever. And they're just not those types of people, um, which is probably not helping our obesity problem in America. But <laughs> here we are. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So you need to download some of these games and play with us. Yeah. The that's going to take a little while. It costs money. So <laughs> listen, the boys would have a fit. If you played with them, they would love it. And Lavetta too. They would, oh my God, they would kill over if you guys played with them because they, they just love it. They think it's so fun and they, you know, they love you guys. So you'll, you'll have a good time. But anyways, I don't know. So what else has been going on since you've been talking about me? Um, that's, Nothing? that's about it. Okay. All right. I haven't, I haven't murdered any kids, so. You haven't what? Murdering any kids. I threatened what? one of them. Not really, though. He was just scared. I I, I took him to come meet my dog. And he was Aww. like, is, is he going to murder me? I was like, not tomorrow. The caboose? A caboose? Yeah. yeah. Murder you? Well, he he wasn't scared. He wasn't scared of the dog. He was scared of me. Why? Not really scared of me. He was joking. Oh. He was like, I'm scared Randy's going to murder me. And I'm Why? like, well, not tomorrow. Why? Why? Why not? It was a joke. Oh. Yeah, oh, just it was a hundred percent a joke. I was like, no, no, the kids are awesome. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, they probably what? talk a little bit more shit than I do. I At least one know. of them. You talk. Does. You talk a lot of shit. <laughs> you you really do. You talk a lot of shit for a forty year old. Yeah, I do. Yeah, sorry. She's yeah. She'll tell it better. She was there. Okay, so when I told him he was going to spend the day with Brandy and Caboose, wait, which one? The little one, okay. Mini Z. Okay. He said, "He said, oh, yeah, that sounds like fun. He said, but wait. He said, when is he going to bring me back? And I said, well, whenever you want to come back, he bring you back, I'm sure. I said, he's not like going to kidnap you. He said, you don't know. He could be a serial killer. So the joke went on and on and on. Well, I mean, that's true. That's yeah. true. You know, he has a lot of insight. Yeah. I'm very proud of him for that. <laughs> he uh, does. He uh, well, does. I mean, he's an insight on, you know, I mean, because there's. And his actual first uh, comment was when he said he found out he was going, he's like, wait, does he have Wi-Fi? (laughs) And I said, yes, because that is the important question. It is important for them. For them, it's important because if we told them, hey, here's a stick, go outside and figure it out, they would die. They (laughs) They would die. They would have no idea. They would have zero imagination as to what to do outside in the open. It would be insane. Yeah. Uh, that's go that uh, that goes for all kids in their generation. They have no idea what to do outside. That's uh well, I mean that and all the electronics we use. Like I love those those videos where parents will bring in like a rotary phone to their kids and be like, call someone, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> or they'll bring them a tape and a like oh a boombox. We need it. You know what? what? Do you have? We need to do that. Get a boombox. We need to record when the boys are home. And have like a CD player yeah. and a, a cassette tape player and see if they could figure it out and record it. Okay. Because a, we could put money down. We could make a betting system 
on who or if they could figure it out and what it has to do with. We should bring in videotapes too. Oh yeah. How to 100%. play, rewind, <laughs> pause, record over the videotape. <laughs> they would have no idea what to do. I don't even know if videotape mechanisms actually have the um, adapters for the new TVs. There's some. Have you seen the cost of VCRs lately? Mm-mm. Ridiculous. Really? Do you remember what like DVD players costed when they first came out? Like oh my God. 800 to $1,000? Yeah. VCRs right now. Really? That's how much they're costing. Yes. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's insane. Okay. Well, maybe not. If anybody has a videotape uh, player and wants us to, allows us to borrow it, um, that would be fantastic. Toshiba SD V296 DVD player VCR combo, uh, progressive scan, Dolby Digital, $600. On Amazon? On Amazon. Oh my God. There's one, uh, a Funai combination VCR and DVD, $887. Are you serious? Yeah. The Sony, you remember the old Sony where you yeah. could do both? Uh, $400 right now. That's crazy. Yeah. What the hell? Okay. It's ridiculous. Okay. Well, um, there you have it, guys. Okay. So, ju- okay. A Panasonic forehead mono VCR. Just the VCR, no DVD, $685. That's crazy. Yeah, they're That's ridiculous. Insane. Do you remember when we had when we had VCRs? Do you remember watching scary movies or whatever? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but like I would get so scared that I would go into like the kitchen or something and like get my popcorn or get something like just to give myself a break for a second, and then I would have to pause and then rewind to like where I was, and then I would always go like five minutes back because you press the the yeah. triple rewind or the really fast rewind. Um, and you could never get to the spot where, where, where you were like, it was, I don't know. It was, I, um, I, I was introduced to horror movies at a very young age. Really? Like it wasn't my, my parents. They just weren't that concerned about me having weird things about, I guess it was my personality. Yeah. So, you know, all the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I saw those when I was a child, like four and five years old. Yeah. Um, There was only one movie that I remember, like, I remember ever scaring me. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it as an adult. And I'm like, what the fuck would that scare me? That's stupid. And it was, like, not even one of the most popular. It was called The Gate. The Gate. The Gate. That was it. The Gate. You know, my dad was not a huge, he, uh, I watched gore movies with them, scary movies with him. Do you know where he cut the line off at me watching? What? Was The Exorcist. Are you serious? He would not allow me to watch The Exorcist. Okay, so here's, it was a, a movie that was uh, 1987. It's got a 6.1 out of 10, uh, three of five stars. So the premise is uh, kids left home alone accidentally unleash a horde of malevolent demons from a mysterious hole in their suburban backyard. Oh, okay. My, that's so weird. And me thinking back on it, my dad would allow me to watch Alien. Yeah. Pre- I mean, everything you could think of under the sun, but refused to allow me to watch The Exorcist. So weird. 
Um, because basically he thought it was like, this is too, too accurate, too true. Like, you know, because Catholic priests were still performing exorcisms. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, my dad did not convert to Catholicism. Really? Um, until I was in my early twenties. Okay. He grew up as a Baptist, but he very much believed in demons and summoning demons and exorcisms and all this other stuff. He it was very weird because he grew up as a Southern Baptist, and the rest of us we grew up Catholics. I mean, I was baptized Catholic. I first communion, all this other stuff. Everything was Catholicism, and yeah. he was the only one. He he married into a Catholic family, but he did not really necessarily. He said he remembers like going to churches and people speaking in tongues and all of that. But I think that kind of crosses like Christianity. I think that kind of demons and possessions and all that stuff. I think that kind of crosses over all of the denominations. Yeah. Um. So he, he put his foot down, not allowing me to watch it. The first time I ever watched the exorcist was, I think I was like a senior in high school. Um, maybe a junior in high school, but he would not allow me to watch it. It was so bizarre. I don't know. I mean, and he, he even came from a, you know, I mean, he's, he's a Marine or I mean, once a Marine, always a Marine, he's a Marine. Um, he, but he, he, they're very, they're a very superstitious group. Military people. I don't know if anybody knows this, but military people are very superstitious and, Oddly enough, they have seen a lot of things. Now we have heard about, you know, military fan, uh, military people seeing, you know, you hear the stories and you see now we're seeing evidence of, you know, pilots and stuff seeing weird UFOs yeah. and all that. That's really all we ever hear about. But this is gonna, this is actually segueing into my topic, okay, of military personnel actually seeing weird things or animals during their service time um, that are not UFOs. Okay. That are cryptids. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm getting this evidence. I'm getting this information from the debrief.org. And it is, oddly enough, it is a countdown. It is 10 military encounters with monsters that make you Dina wonder, coming in clutch with the list. What the hell? I know, right? So are proud you, of you right now. Are you now? proud of me? I am. I am proud of myself too <laughs> because we've got a countdown of 10 military encounters with monsters or cryptids that make you wonder what the hell. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. Are, are you ready? Yes. So lay it on me. Number 10, the Camp Pendleton Sasquatch sighting. Okay. So if for those of you who don't know, Camp Pendleton is in California, in Southern California. Okay, so this is this is the sighting. So sometime in the fall of 1968, four Marines from Camp Pendleton observed a Sasquatch-like creature during nighttime training. The reporting witness, who remained anonymous, submitted his report to BFRO. He actually submitted this report in 2001. So it happened in 68, but he finally did a report in 2001. The source stated that while waiting in a dugout hill sometime after midnight, he and his companions heard 
something coming up the side of the mountain. One of the Marines yelled for whoever it was to halt, then saw what had been responsible for the disturbance. The witness described the monster as huge, about six to seven feet tall and three and a half feet wide, with a pointed head and long hanging limbs. Now, I, I don't know about you, Randy, but I've never heard Sasquatch been with, uh, being described as a pointed head. Yeah, no. Um, but whatever. Anyways, terrified, the four witnesses waited silently at, as the beast walked out of sight. Um, although the witness didn't report any other stories in the area, his father, who had worked for the Green Lake County Sheriff's Department Department in Wisconsin in the 70s, remembered reports of Bigfoot from local deer hunters. But Wisconsin is pretty far away from California. Yes. Especially Camp Pendleton. It's a couple miles. Uh, right. Uh, Camp Pendleton, if... If any of you want to look at a map, Camp Pendleton is a very large base in California. Um, but I've never heard of Sasquatch being reported as, I mean, of course, six, seven feet tall. Yeah, that's that's a thing. But in three and a half feet wide, that's a huge motherfucker. Three and a half feet wide, 12, 24, 36. Yeah. Uh, it's 42 inches. Shit, only she 5'3". Huh? <laughs> no. You no, said no, 12, no. 24, 36. No, I, no, no, no. I thought baby We're talking got about wide. <laughs> wide, my friend. Wide. If some motherfucker that was six or seven feet tall with 30, 36 or 42 inches wide came at me, I'd be like, mm-mm, go fuck yourself. Get away from me. Like, you're way too big. I'm 5'2 on a good day. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But I don't know why they even brought up his father in Wisconsin. Yeah. I guess, I, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know if you've ever heard of rock apes. Rock apes. I've never heard of rock apes. I don't know what they are or the I'm Ngawa rung. I don't know. But if this you is tell no- me that they dine on Mormon terror shots, <laughs> I'm going to burn this house down. <laughs> no, no. This is, this is outside of the U.S. But this is number nine. So Gary Linderer was one of six man one of a six man patrol from the 101st Airborne Division long range reconnaissance patrols serving in Vietnam when he and the rest of his team observed a strange humanoid creature and uh, emerge from the underbrush standing about 5 feet tall with broad shoulders a prominent brow and a hair covered face there was some argument about the animal's identity one one among them asked if it was a rock ape, another strange creature commonly observed throughout the Vietnam War, to which another team member replied, I've seen rock apes, and that sure as hell isn't a rock ape. I don't first of all, I don't I've know. Seen what the, rock apes. I don't know what the hell a rock ape is. Randy, no. if you could if you could Google what a rock ape is, I have no idea what he's talking about. But Linderer said that it appeared to be an orangutan. An, am, an animal last native to Vietnam in the Plastonsen era. However, locals maintain the existence of a species called Ningawarung, or commonly referred to as forest people. I don't even know what an Ningawarung is, mm. or forest people is. I don't know. Um, 
uh, from armed forces on both sides of the conflict proved so prevalent that the North Vietnamese party ordered a scientific study of the region while the war was still ongoing. So there were so many reports on both sides about these humanoid creatures that they started a study during that entire conflict, which is pretty interesting to me. Uh, Okay, so I have a picture, and basically, if those things were real, it would be what other uh, Bigfoots made fun of. What is that? What what do you mean? This is like gangly and like... It's like nothing. Most depictions are exactly what you would think, uh, you know, Bigfoot would be or um, the the movies Planet of the Apes, you know, just standing up constantly, just walking around. So an orangutan? Yeah. Or, you know, an, an, an ape. It's five feet tall. Yeah. Which is pretty much that's pretty much the height of orangutan, isn't it? When they stand. Oh, this one. <laughs> All right. OK, well, look, look up what a. Um, in Gowi Rung. Okay, so it's N G U O I, and then the next word is R U N G. That's uh, so it's saying uh, in Gowi Rung, force people in Vietnamese wildman uh, is a Bigfoot that originates in Vietnam, Laos, and Borneo. So it's a it's their version of Bigfoot. Yeah. Is it five feet, like an orangutan? They're or saying this tall? one is six to seven feet tall. Okay. Uh, let's see. From a cryptidsfandom.com, six to seven feet tall and almost completely covered in black and or dark reddish fur, uh, sometimes described with graying patches. The knees, feet, and hands are all described as bare. Oh, okay. So uh, the creature reportedly is seen both solitary and moving in small clans uh, along the Laotian border, this um, this creature is called Kitrao, meaning buffalo monkey or big monkey. Okay. Yeah. Wait, does that have a long face like the ones in Pendleton said? Or is it like a, a this broader one is face? Like, a, like Neanderthal. More Neanderthal. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. All right. Well, number eight. All right. The RAF Alkenberry well, Werewolf. So the Royal Air Force... Alkenberry, located in Cambridgeshire, England, has had more than its fair share of strange occurrences. In the 70s, it seemed to have quite the werewolf problem. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Although authors John Hansen and Don Holloway turned up four separate encounters with strange hairy humanoids from this time frame, one of the most iconic accounts came to author and researcher Nick Redfern's attention via a comment on his blog. So a man went by the name of Wes claimed that when he was stationed at RAF Alkenberry in 1970, alleged that he had a run in with the werewolf while in a secure weapons storage area. Although frightened of the beast, which he described as a bipedal five feet tall, hairy creature with a flat snout and large eyes he never once considered using the fire firearm he was holding. He stated that he felt no aggression from the animal, which took off towards a deeply wooded area next to the base. Following the encounter, Wes claimed a sort of obsession with con- contacting the creature again, an obsession with proved which proved fruitful. Some weeks later, he stated that he caught a glimpse of the creature moving through the woods. So 
there are werewolf sightings in England. Yeah. With the Royal Air Force. As far as, as, far as I'm aware, werewolves are notoriously aggressive. Mm-hmm. Not At least every depiction that I've ever seen. So that seems more of a Bigfoot than a werewolf. Do they lose count? <laughs> like the werewolves in New Orleans or Louisiana? Yeah. No? Uh, Did mm, they try that? I, I don't know. Look, Royal Air Force, if you're worried, just set 13 things out on your porch. Because they see, can only count to 12. Maybe, maybe since he was in the armory, they were trying to count shit. And they got to 13 and lost count. And that's why they were so docile. Maybe. Or it was a Bigfoot with a, you know, a flat snout. Because as far as I'm aware, um, werewolves don't have a flat snout. Mm -mm. They have an elongated snout like a wolf. Yeah. Not a Bigfoot. So maybe they, maybe they've gotten it confused. Oh my God. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You ready for number seven? Yes. There was a Nessie sighting. In World War in World War Two. Oh, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. So in 1943, Mr. C. B. Farrell of the Royal Observer Corps was not looking for strange creatures. Instead, he was keeping an eye out for German bombers. Where was he stationed? He was stationed at Loch Ness hmm. uh, for German bombers in Loch Ness. Yeah. Okay, an isolated location, but. There he was. Anyways, according to the tale, one morning, Farrell was scanning the skies when he noticed a large animal in the lock. His binoculars afforded an excellent view of the creature, which he described as having a four-foot-long finned neck. Farrell believed that the creature was having its breakfast at the time, as he observed it ducking its head in the water, raising it out of the water, and shaking it before repeating the process over again. <laughs> First of all, he must have been a sucky observer. Yeah. To be stationed at the lock. Yeah, that was during that World was War II. That was punishment. Yeah, he fucked up somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where he fucked up, but it was somewhere along along the road. It, it it's isolated. Why why would a German bomber hit the lock? It's still isolated. There's not a lot of people out there at the lock. Yeah, only the ones that believe. Right. Do you know there's a 24 hour camera stationed at the lock? So people can watch and see if they see anything is 24 hours a day, continuous video that's been happening. I believe since the nineties, a 24 hour camera. Yes. Yes. I promise. I just read an article about it. I believe it was a couple of weeks ago. Look up live video for footage of Loch Ness. It's a dark screen right now. Let's see. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking. I promise it's there. <laughs> Search for the Loch Ness Monster or watch Vegas Weddings. What? <laughs> it's one and the same, I guess. Old okay. Nessie needs loving, too. Watching. Are you watching? Yep. Are you on there? Yep. Is I, it a, do you see a field at the bottom? Yeah. And then the, the water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's been, he has been live since, I believe, the late 90s. Oh, that's on my screen. Wait, no. What are you? I swear if you see something right now... <laughs> No, that was on my screen. It okay. was on my screen. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh my God. But they've caught a couple of um, pieces of evidence from his video. He has a, a good friend that has property there. And he was allowed to put his video and he's been live streaming ever since. Holy crap. Yeah. So people, I see sheep. Uh, people across the world just randomly just watch the lock. 
Yeah, right I see there. sheep. That's about it. You need to look up video um, of the evidence that he's caught. I want to see these Vegas weddings. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Number six. Okay. Anubis in Illinois. Illinois. A former member of the U.S. Navy, wished to be referred to only as Emma, wrote to author Linda Godfrey about a bizarre experience she had while stationed in Illinois at Naval Hospital Great Lakes. According to the report, in September of 1994, she and two others, her future husband, John, and a mutual friend, Jim, had been assigned shore patrol. All three were uh, traipsing around the base, radioing back and forth when sometime around 3 a.m., John didn't respond to Emma. She walked to his last uh, stated location and found the young man standing and staring at the woods, mouth agape. Following his gaze, Emma saw a tall figure with an odd head. Later, upon seeing a cartoon representation of the Egyptian god Anubis, the jackal-headed god of mummification in the afterlife, afterlife, Emma claims this is what the creature resembled. It had large green-yellow eyes and long arms. Upon the approach of their third companion, the creature puffed up like a cat and bounded off into the night. If Neil Gaiman taught us anything, maybe old gods never truly die. So... Anubis. Anubis was seen in Illinois. Maybe the royal guards or the Royal Air Force got it wrong about the werewolf and they saw Bigfoot. And then the U.S. Navy patrol got it wrong about Anubis and saw a werewolf. Yes, that's the only explanation. That's the only explanation. Or they were tripping balls, in which case they either need to have drug intervention or they had a really bad go with their DD-214. I want to. I want to go with a really bad go. Okay. All right. Um. Holy shit! There's a jellyfish cam in Baltimore, Maryland. There's a what? A jellyfish cam. A cam. Camera. In where? Baltimore. Maryland. Maryland. So we just watched jellyfish. Yeah. In Maryland. Uh, there's the Empire State Building in New York live. Oh, I'm keeping this website. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, there's live footage in different locations, people. So. Go out there, search for it, whatever. Number five, the flying woman of Da Nang. Okay, also in Vietnam. Earl Morrison served as a private in the 1st Marine Division in Vietnam when he and two others had a brush with the unexplained in the summer of 1969 near Da Nang. According to Morrison, all three men were sitting on top of a bunker when they noticed a glowing figure approaching, only not on foot. Rather, this figure, described by Morrison as appearing like a naked woman, had two giant bat's wings, which flapped almost soundlessly as she moved closer and closer. The being was described as pure black with a greenish radiant glow. She came close enough that the witnesses could make out fine details, such as how her uh, limber arms had the delicate skin, skin of bat's wings going over them. The three stunned men just sat frozen as she flew closer and closer, finally moving right over the top of them and disappearing into the night. What do you what do you think of that one? I think Chicago Mothman got lost. I thought the Mothman was a male. Yeah. Maybe it was Halloween and he was dressed up. As a female? As a sexy bat. 
I think they were just horny motherfuckers <laughs> that really, 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 really needed to get some, but they were they were stuck. Probably. That sucks. Maybe they were uh, on that that air got. <laughs> Maybe. It's very humid. It's very humid. In, yeah. In that location. Yeah, it's a uh, perfect breeding grounds for air got. It is for that that wonderful hallucinogenic. <laughs> That we can explain many things from, mm-hmm. especially in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, the Edwin Godoy Bigfoot Encounter. Okay, so Edwin Godoy served at Fort Lewis in Washington State in 1978 when he had a truly bizarre encounter with a Sasquatch-like creature. The story begins when he and his platoon returned from a military exercise in the forest around 8 p.m. when their truck suddenly lost power. Unable to start it up, the acting commander ordered Godoy, the one who had signed for the vehicle, to remain behind while he and the other soldiers walked back to base. uh, Shortly after midnight, Godoy noticed a huge hair-covered figure with red eyes swaying back and forth about 300 meters away. The creature began running towards the frightened witnesses who shouted at it to halt three times. He fired first a warning shot into the air and then shot at the creature, which moaned and grabbed its chest before running into the forest. As for Godoy, he locked himself inside the truck and remained remained there until two mechanics arrived on the scene at 6 a.m. However, the events following the strange monster encounter sound like something straight out of an X-Files episode. According to Godoy, giant human-like footprints were left in the area as well as an odd pool of oily blood. Soon after, the area was allegedly invaded by lab-coated scientists and Godoy was put through a medical examination. According to the initial reporting of the story, Godoy claimed to have many repeated encounters with the paranormal. Is this the case of the boy who cried Bigfoot? Halt, halt, halt. Halt, halt. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> halt, halt. Let me probe you. Let me knock if you buck you. <laughs> he was probed. A little bit. He was probed. He probably enjoyed it. Probed. Maybe. Maybe not. It doesn't say there was anything official, so it... Maybe he was, maybe he enjoyed it. Probably. I, I thought he was the only one there though. He said that, it said that him and others like ran away from him. Maybe that's, Mescuzi. Maybe <laughs> that's what happens with cryptids. That they're all real, but they do something very embarrassing to you. So no one's going to believe you. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that's how they keep their anonymity. Yeah. They do something really embarrassing. Oh, I bet he had some really bad carpet burn from the knucking if you buck without any lube. God, oh. he probably bled a little. A little bit, little bit. They have that hem- those hemorrhoid wipes, though. That should help with the numbing. <laughs> Witch hazel. Yeah, they skipped preparation A through G. Yeah, right. Number three. <laughs> <clears throat> the Camp Okubo Manbird. That's right. U.S. Air Force Private Sinclair Taylor was stationed at Camp Okubo Okubo, near Kyoto, Japan in 1952. While on guard duty one evening, he heard something which sounded like the flapping of wings. And according to the witness, that's precisely what it was. (sighs) Hovering overhead was a gigantic bird that 
that Taylor believed was preparing to attack him. The beast flapped closer and Taylor noticed to his alarm that this uh, wasn't simply a large bird. Instead, it had the body of a man. He described it as being about seven feet tall with a wingspan nearly equal to that. As it slowly descended towards him, Taylor fired at the bizarre bird man and continued to fire even after it hit the ground. However, when he checked to see if he had indeed taken down the creature, it had mysteriously disappeared. According to Taylor, when he told his superior officer of the incident, his SO supposedly said that this wasn't the first time something like that had been reported. Another guard had claimed a nearly identical sighting the previous year. So once a year, there's a man bird that, uh, that attempts to attack you. You try to shoot it down. You do shoot it down. You go to find it. It's not there. And the SO is like, yeah, happens sometimes. So, mm, so man okay. birds happen. Okay, so tell me, how, how do they measure a wingspan? I don't know. Is it tip to tip? I have no idea. How do you measure a wingspan when he disappears before you can get to him? Well, no, walk, walk with my train of thought here. Okay. So if he's seven foot tall, uh-huh. right, and he's got a wingspan equally as large, those aren't very large wings if you're going tip to tip. No, it's seven by seven. Yeah, no, because like they say that this is, it's three is and how a half. tall we are. Yeah. From tip of the finger to the tip of the finger. Right. Yeah, that's physics. That's not going to get me anywhere. Well, I need I need longer wings. But not necessarily. I mean, think about the wings on a hummingbird. Hummingbirds have very small wings, but they flap very fast. Hummingbird, they're not real. Hummingbirds are real. They're not real. Hum, hummingbirds <laughs> are real, Randall. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm we just, feed I'm, them look, all the time. I'm just, I'm just picturing me as a... Five foot 11 person. Yeah, but how large are the actual wings? Like the width of them, not the length, but the width. How large are they? But then you got to think about flapping. Right. Well, you would have a lot of muscle. Keep flapping like that. And watch <laughs> how many, how, watch how your back muscles develop. Keep yeah, doing that. And then we'll see how, how far I can get this off the ground. This is why we need a video camera. <laughs> this is why we need to video our podcast because you're over here flapping. I swear to God, you would, you would have. A back that would win awards if you kept doing that. Maybe I'll keep doing that. Keep doing it. What do you think about backs? Sexy? Yay? Nay? All I right. think I think backs and legs on men are sexy as shit. You know what I think is sexy? It's bathroom because I'm about to go make water. Really? Really? Yeah. We're, really? Just don't talk and I'll shorten the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not going to shorten it like to where it's, you know, it cuts off like 20 minutes, right? Yeah, no. Okay. No, you sure? Did you enjoy okay, your potty break? I did. Okay. I feel so much better. Good. Number two. All right. The McGuire Air Force Base Prowler. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a sex fiend. Anyways, before women were allowed to serve in the military fully, female Air Force auxiliary personnel known as WAFs, W-A-F, WAF, were enlisted to help in various support roles. According to this story, a female Air Force WAF, member had just returned to her apartment near the McGuire Air Force Base in the spring of 1966. Her attention was drawn by a sound coming from her bedroom. Upon investigation, she discovered a pair of very pale hands with very long fingers resting on the jam of her mysteriously open window. When she screamed, the hands retreated and she immediately alerted the air police to the bizarre prowler. Though they failed to bring him in, they did give chase to a tall man with his sweater pulled up over his head. <laughs> 
Though this case is quite short and lacking in further detail, there is something about the witness which is of interest. She claims that several years before this incident, while she was staying in New Mexico, she awakened in the middle of the night to a monk-like figure standing over her bed with one arm extended over her. She reached out to touch the figure and it crumbled into the powdery into a powdery ash. She said we said early on that some of these will make you say what the hell. It was just that dude with his sweater. Right. Like no. Maybe it was just ashy. He needed some lotion. It could have been. It was the ashy prowler. <laughs> just, you know, you're a little fa- a little flaky. A little bit. Maybe he got sunburned and he's just peeling. Right. And number one. All right. The big one. Numero uno. Numero uno. The Cypress Monstrosity. I love the name already. I do too. (laughs) In September of 1968, a man stationed in the British barracks on the island of Cyprus had an encounter that is best classified as unclassifiable. At around three in the morning, the growling of his large Turkish wolfhound awakened the sleeping, the sleeping officer. Pseudonymously referred to as Ken in Jenny Randall's book, Mind Monsters, Invaders from Inner Space. As the typically fearless animal proceeded to crawl under the bed, Ken noticed a faint, high-pitched noise. Trying to figure out the source of the noise, he opened his door unprepared for what he would confront in the hall. A thing. There's a thing. Something on the wing. (laughs) Okay. A thing described by the witness as possessing a flat orange face with large red eyes. Well, that's just, that just is not as aesthetically pleasing, is it? No. Orange. No. Orange face with large red eyes was covered in rough red hair and appeared to be, that's, that's demonic immediately. So it's basically a banshee with a tan. (laughs) Yeah. A spray tan. Was covered in red, was covered in rough red hair and appeared to be wearing a light blue jumpsuit. So no, it's not a banshee. It's not wearing white. Alarmingly, it was floating up the nearby stairwell while its head rotated unnaturally to face Ken, the chin coming all the way over its shoulder. The high-pitched noise seemed to accompany the bizarre apparition growing in intensity in intensity all the while. Ken retreated into his room, bolted the door, and armed himself, of all things, with his spear gun used for underwater fishing as well as his handy-dandy diver's knife. Strange sliding noises moved up to, then passed his door, then returned, then finally faded away, taking the high-pitched noise with them. King collapsed into his bed and woke up for early morning roll call with both weapons still by his side. No one else had observed anything odd that night, but as for the guard dog, it became utterly submissive from that point onward. Of course, now of course, these monster encounters cannot be verified. Right. They are stories. But there you have it. So what it reminds me of, the high-pitched noise and everything, it reminds me of uh, the um, Alabama white thing. Yeah. Threw on a jumpsuit, went to a rave. Right. Came home. After a terrible spray tan. Came home. Yeah. So it's a frat guy (laughs) who screamed like a little bitch. What was that noise again? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what is it? 
it, it, it was it was the the blood curdling scream of a woman or a child, and, and then it and, and then, then it, into a like a lion's roar, and then into a lion's roar. Ah, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what they have is the Alabama white thing on vacation. Yeah. 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 Cryptids take vacations too. They can't. They do. I mean, Eduardo can't just be hanging out under the bridge all the time. They don't always need to be on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We no. all need breaks. We all get burnout. Yeah. And this one just so happened to want to go to the UK, to the barracks at the island of Cyprus, which is not in the UK. <laughs> that's, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. That's, that's all Where I have. The, where's the Alabama white thing work where it can get... Like what is their what are their benefits structure? Do they do they get benefits? Yeah. Um, I think they're ten ninety nine. Really? Yeah. 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 They gotta that's, do their own taxes. That's not that's not very nice. It sucks. Hopefully they have enough credits though to at least get some social security. He's way well past sixty two. Has to be. Has, Has to, to be. be. Yeah. Well past sixty two. He's older than my grandmother. Surely he's in retirement. Do they retire? What what is their lifespan though? Because their retirement could be a little bit more than us. Like yeah, because we're just basing it off a typical human. Yeah, I wonder if Social Security has a a different age range for them. Well, that's I mean they're only ten ninety nine. That's terrible. They don't get short and long term disability. They have to they, pay for it. They themselves. don't have vision and dental. Right. They have no protection for their no. Can they even roll enroll in a four hundred one k? They can, but it has to be private. Private? Yeah. Or do they work for the government? Is it, is it a 403B? Maybe they're nonprofit, though. They're nonprofit. Okay. So maybe they, they classify as a 401C3. All right. All right. In which case, I mean, they could at least get their student loans paid off in 10 years. Yeah. Because they're nonprofit, community-based. Okay. that's That seems reasonable. Yeah. So they have a little bit of benefits. Should we have a fundraising effort we for should. that nonprofit? I think we should. Maybe. Okay. I mean, we need to, we need to talk about that though. Okay. Maybe some t-shirts, a sticker. Yeah, definitely yeah. stickers. Support the white thing. Yeah, That's not, no, no, we're not doing that one. Su support WT, support white. Uh, no, no. <laughs> support the Alabama white thing. Support we got to, we got to throw that in there. So everybody knows. AWT. So it's not just like, oh. A support Alabama thing. Al okay, Alabama thing. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, because he got the spray tan. It's not a thing. It's a thing. He got the spray tan. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they can cross culturally. They should be able to. Because the white thing probably has married a Bigfoot or something. So they they could at least have a, a dapple children, right? Yes. I'm, I'm thinking in like dog and dog coloring. Maybe a, a party mix color. Alabama party mix thing. <laughs> just know. Alabama thing. Alabama That's, it's thang. all inclusive. Alabama thing. Support the Alabama thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes, definitely. A support the Alabama thing. The Alabama thing. The AT. That's where, where are you at. That's what we're doing. That's the, that's the shirt. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing needs a vacation too. Yeah. Yeah. Give the thing PTO. Yeah. PTO, maybe a little personal time. Yeah. Fuck the man, support the thing. Does does he have vacation based on like a like a seniority? No, because he's 
he's um, basically contract worker. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he he makes up his own rules. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Wait. 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 Do you really think the white the Alabama thing would go there? We mean you know he's fucking down in Panama City on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, he he wants to see the world a little too. He's just maybe see his cousins walking around the USS Alabama, just hanging out. Yeah. Just. Just wailing. Just, just in the corner at Club La Vila. Just wailing. Fist pumping like a champ. Florabama. <laughs> yeah. During the mullet toss. He put a hat on. He's the winner of the mullet right. toss. He put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, cool. No, Harry dude. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. They're so drunk. They're like, woo. <laughs> they don't, they give two shits down there, especially during spring break. That's probably where he gets his extra money. Oh, yeah. During spring break. He's one of the the performers on the sidewalk who just stands there. Maybe he has a hot dog stand, like right outside of Saturn. Well, but in front of the great white outside of the gift shop where you have to walk through, there's a white thing right next to it, like trying to reel in the great white. It's too much. It's too much. (laughs) And he can't help himself. Sometimes he sees a really hot chick and he's like, ah. Maybe that's what we should do. (laughs) We should make a storybook. Out of the out of the Alabama thing, like a children's book. Yeah, no, they did it for Elf. Children's book. Yeah, they did a children's book. I mean, they, the whole movie was based on it being a children's book. Oh, okay. We need to get Will Ferrell involved. Uh, yes. Yeah. And John C. Riley. Well, we'll talk about that. Okay. Anyways, okay. Well, that's all I got. All right. All right. Well, guys, reach out to us. We've got some more things coming up for you. It's coming. I promise. It is coming. It is. It's just slowly getting here, but it's coming. But anyways, thank you. Keep reaching out to us. Keep listening to us. Uh, you can email us at high, wait, stupid, stupid hydrogen <laughs> at gmail.com. At Gmail. G- yes. <laughs> at Gmail. Gmail.com. Stupid hydrogen. Um, if you have any suggestions, reach out to us. Facebook, Instagram. Um, and, uh, we'll talk to you later. That that went, I need to do. Yes, you do. Yeah. We've got one there. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We've been waiting on. All right. Bye. Okay. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Okay. Love you. Love you guys. Bye. Where can they find us, Tina? Where can you find us, Tina? Stop it for a second. (laughs) Where can they find us? Where can they find us, Randy? Randy, where can they find us? MySpace. That's Facebook. (laughs) This dude just said MySpace. MySpace. MySpace.com slash hydrogen and stupidity. Randy, where can they find us? On the internet, motherfuckers. Jesus Christ. Randy, where can they find us? He already said on the internet, motherfuckers. Loretto. It's going to be. What? I'm calm. This is me calm. Calm. You don't see me jacked up. I'm all jacked up a Mountain Dew. I'm jacked to the tits. <laughs>